Hi everyone. So this is my first ever podcast, and I'm so happy to finally be starting on with this podcasting journey. I have been inspired to make a podcast of my own, and if you're here listening to this, I'm so so grateful for your time. So today, I'd like to share with you eight valuable lessons I have learned about people. Yes, people. So these insights have significantly enriched my perspective, and I believe they might resonate with you as well. So lesson number one: Do not let people who like self development hinder you from your own progress. So I think a person can be sixteen, twenty five, thirty two, forty three, fifty eight, or about to die, and still have the emotional maturity size of a walnut. Yes. So everyone is trying their best they can at their own level of emotional maturity. So broaden your perspective. Chances are the people around you has a huge head, but a narrow mind. So age is not necessarily correlated with emotional maturity, because someone at any stage of life may still possess a limited. Level of emotional intelligence, so beware of that. Okay, so lesson number two: a person who has no self awareness is a time ticking bomb. Yes, tick tock, people. Time is ticking. So self awareness is the ability to introspect and understand your own thoughts, emotions. Behaviors and motivations. So it involves recognizing your strengths and weaknesses, understanding how a person is perceived by others, and being conscious of the impact you have on the world. Yes. So that's why, in the absence of self awareness, an individual may operate on autopilot, oblivious to the underlying factors influencing their actions. So. Be mindful. Be aware. Have self awareness. Understand yourself more. Okay, so for lesson number three, honestly, I have a lot to say for lesson number three. So the third lesson is that protect your peace at all costs. Let me repeat that again. Protect your peace at all costs. So. Do not give away your attention so easily. Time and attention wasted is life wasted. So, some people are energy suckers. If you don't know that by now, so don't let them get to you and limit the time you spend with them. So, in your life journey, it's paramount to safeguard your peace, as if it were the most precious possession you own. So cherish it, prioritize it above all else. So the currency of your existence is time, and once spent, it cannot be reclaimed. So therefore, guard your time with the utmost vigilance, especially for those of you who are young. Time is your biggest asset. So I don't, I don't know if you have heard of this before, but 
Actually, they say if you are young, you are a time millionaire. So don't give away don't give away your time so easily. But instead, use it to learn, to grow, expand, and spend it meaningfully. So always recognize and be aware that your attention is a valuable commodity. So every moment you invest in something or someone is a choice, and those choices uh, and those choices. Shape the narrative of your life. So be intentional about where you direct your focus, cause for every moment squandered is a piece of your life that you can never get back. So time wasted is truly, truly life wasted. So tomorrow you wake up, and then you realize you can never get today back. So you can never undo today. Also, there are individuals who may act as energy suckers, draining with the vitality from your being. So you have the power to control your interactions and set boundaries. Don't allow these energy vampires, again with the energy suckers, right, to infiltrate your inner sanctum. So limit the time you spend with them and prioritize your well-being. Spend more time with people who uplift you. Hey, it is impossible to cut off people. Sometimes I truly, truly understand that, based on my own experience, it's it's impossible to cut off people. Sometimes there are people that you cannot cut off from your life. So do what is within your control, and what you can do is limit your time with people who drain you. Remember that your journey is uniquely yours, and the path to fulfillment requires discernment in choosing where to invest your time and attention. So, take charge of your narrative, protect your peace at all costs, and surround yourself with those who uplift and inspire you. So, in doing so, you'll find that the energy you preserve is an investment in your own happiness. And a safeguard against the erosion of the most precious moments of your life. Let me remind you again: time is your biggest asset. Guard it with your life. So, lesson number four. <laughs> lesson number four: Beware of a person who reads. They are dangerous. That's because knowledge is a formidable weapon. So because of people who wield it, it's a formidable weapon. Okay, so it's a power that can be wielded with precision and depth, making individuals potentially dangerous. In fact, people who read they are so potent and lethal that one might question the wisdom of allowing them to move freely among us, to walk the grounds so freely. So when you encounter a person who reads, understand that their mind is a reservoir of ideas, perspectives, and insights. They have the capacity to analyze. Okay, they have the capacity to um critique. They have the capacity to challenge, which can be unsettling to those unprepared for the intensity of the intellectual engagement. So their thoughts, like a double-edged sword, cut through ignorance and challenge the status quo. As you navigate a world with individuals who read, recognize that their intellectual prowess can be a force for good, or a force for ill.
Yes, so they may question established norms, expose injustice, inspire change. Ultimately, those who read are not to be feared, but respected for the power they hold. So, beware of a person who reads. Another thing that I want to talk about is, which brings us to lesson 5. So, okay. If a guy tries to get you by trauma bonding you with their sob stories, girl, run. I repeat, if a guy tries to get you by trauma bonding you with their sob stories, run. Run away. Fast. That's because while genuinely sharing and vulnerability are essential in any relationship, Using sub stories to establish a connection can be manipulative. And I don't want you to be manipulated in any way. So I personally have first-hand experience with guys like these myself when I was much younger. So that's why it's essential to distinguish between authentic emotional intimacy and a tactic aimed at creating a sense of dependency. So, recognize that trauma bonding can be a manipulative strategy and it's not a foundation for a healthy relationship. So, bear in mind, um, by distancing yourself, you are protecting your emotional space and preventing manipulation. So, do what you can to protect yourself. Healthy relationships are built on trust, communication, and mutual support, and not on exploiting shared pain. So, don't let someone use emotional vulnerabilities as a means to control and manipulate you. A relationship is founded on genuine connection, respect, shared and shared values so i believe that's the kind of relationship you deserve one with genuine connection respect shared values love yeah so as for lesson six i feel like everyone experiences this quite often i would say even for myself so the thing is, lesson 6, when someone is frustrated at you, chances are their life is miserable. So instead of reacting defensively, take a moment to empathize. You could gently inquire, okay? You can ask them, so are you and your life okay? The moment they are frustrated, ask them. Are you and your life okay? Remember, people often project their inner struggles onto other people. So don't take it personal. Don't take it as personal. Understand that each person is grappling with their own set of challenges. And sometimes the emotions they express may have more to do with their own internal battles than with anything that you have done. So it's not you, it's them. So in those moments, 
when someone seems to be directing negativity or frustration towards your way, remember, consider the possibility that they are using you as a canvas to paint their own emotional landscape. It's not a reflection of your work or actions, but rather a a manifestation of their own inner turmoil. So by not internalizing their emotions, you protect your own well-being. Instead of absorbing their negativity, approach the situation with them, with empathy, have compassion, try to understand what's wrong, okay? So, just as you wouldn't want others to judge you solely based on your challenging moments, right? So, extend that understanding to them. Okay, lesson seven. So, at any stage of life, a person is either evolving or dying. When you actively engage in self-reflection, pursue new experiences, and seek personal and professional development, you are in a state of evolution. Okay, you're evolving. This could involve learning from challenges, setting and achieving goals, or maybe just continuously expanding your understanding of the world. So, evolution is not necessarily about big leaps. It's often the um, cumulative effect of small intentional steps forward. Okay? If you're doing that, then you are evolving. You're going through, you're in a state of evolution. But on the other hand, okay, if you resist change, Avoid challenges, remain complacent in your comfort zone, not growing. You risk a form of stagnation. You will just stay there, not going anywhere. And this can be detrimental to your well-being. It's as if you're allowing a part of yourself to wither away. It's like dying before you die. Okay? It's like, again, you're allowing a part of yourself to wither away, foregoing the opportunity for growth and the richness richness that comes with it. So try and decide which one you are at now. If you're on the former, that's good for you. But if you're on the latter... I suggest you should incorporate self-awareness and hopefully do something about it. I'm wishing you the best. Okay, lesson 8 is a little bit personal because this happened to me. So the other day I tried asking a question to someone just because this person in particular is much more knowledgeable in this area and I needed help just because I didn't know what or how to do it. Uh, It's nothing serious, okay? 
Remind yourself that no question you ask is inherently stupid. If someone makes you feel otherwise, understand that it's likely a reflection of their own dissatisfaction. Okay? And you happen to be a convenient target at that moment. So that's what people tend to do. Sometimes they project their own insecurities and unhappiness onto you as a way of deflecting their own issues. Sometimes people utilize other people's concerns and unhappiness as a justification for deflecting attention from their own problems. It speaks more about a person's inner issues than it does about the validity of what you're asking okay if they minimize them or make you feel unworthy so during those times keep in mind that you can unknowingly be the target of their annoyance or displeasure it's an insight into their own mental state rather than an assessment of your work or competence remember that so you can avoid internalizing their negativity and preserve your self-esteem by realizing this never forget that your curiosity and will to learn are admirable qualities never allow the predictions of others cause you to compromise your confidence or even cause you to like shy away from learning new things but rather treat a treat such circumstance with compassion realizing that their actions are a reflection of their of themselves yeah so those are the eight lessons about people that i wanted to extend to you so do provide feedbacks of any kind yeah I'll come back again with another episode. So thank you again. I'm so grateful that you are here.